0: Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Mm. Show. show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's The Big Show. Is everybody ready? Uh oh. Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Huh? Anybody? Hey, guess what day it is? Oh, come on. I know you can hear me. It's hump day. Woo Hump
1: day? Let's get rolling. <laughs>
2: Austin, Horton, and cross the glass from us producing today, Gordo. What's happening? How you doing, Jake? I like your shirt. Yeah, some guy got this for me. What brilliant, uh, generous fellow gave
3: you that? I an old school expo shirt? I mean, that just, that just fits you perfectly. I don't mean physically. I
2: mean, just yeah, that's what you should well, wear. It's nice and soft, too, so that's good. Oh, good. Well, the weather's good, you know. wasn't cheap. Last home game, I thought I'd, yeah, I'd go t-shirt today. Huh. feeling good. All right. Uh, how are you? I'm doing well, thanks. Well, that's good. We have a lot to do uh, today. A lot of jazz basketball to talk. Uh, a lot of uh, jockeying for position going on in the NBA playoffs. You think you would have been a decent jockey?
3: No. I, th- I think that's a lot more... Well, first of all, horses don't like me. Every time I ride a horse, it seems to get mad at me.
2: Like John Candy in uh, The Great Outdoors?
3: <laughs> well, I, I, I don't know. You know, I try to take charge. I try to show them who's boss, but I just—I almost got bucked off of two, and then I don't know. Maybe. Two,
2: their ex uh, horses, uh, excellent <laughs> judges of character. <laughs> yes, yeah, they. Yeah, that's they, what I was afraid of. No, I don't think I'd—I'd I'd make a good jockey. No. Yeah, but teams are jockeying. Uh, yeah, that was a random aside. Yeah, they are—they are jockeying, and we will talk a lot about it today. Um, can we start though in uh, a in uh, in, uh this is not sports-related, so so I suppose we can keep it brief. But I ran across this story today that <laughs> okay. I can't decide if this woman is just trolling the world or if this is a thing. Okay. Because it's it's being covered by uh, a lot of very legitimate uh, news outlets out there as a thing. So it's not one of those
3: things to see where you would say, Austin, why would you— why would anybody care about this? Why but, would
2: anybody possibly care about this? But there's no way that this is a thing. Okay. Okay. So. But so, it's being covered like a thing. So this is down in Australia. Uh, a woman went in to get her her tonsils taken out uh-huh. and and woke up uh, with an Irish accent. Here, <laughs> listen.
4: I usually sing when I'm showering listening to songs and all of a sudden i was talking in an irish accent and i thought initially that that was just something i was just hearing that this can't be real and now i can't shake it hi i'm making this video to document the second day of something that's happened to me yesterday that was very weird i woke up with an irish accent and i've never been to ireland before
2: Okay, so this apparently is a uh, very rare condition known as foreign accent syndrome, FAS. It was uh, initially uh, first reported by a French neurologist, uh, Pierre Marie, in 1907. Foreign accent syndrome usually occurs after a stroke, but can also develop... I can't keep a straight face... Um, After head trauma, migraine, seizures, or surgery uh, to the mouth or face. Well, I mean,
3: it sounds like it's a legitimate thing then. When you you first were saying it, I thought, no way. No way. It's
2: a bad Irish accent. I used to say
1: good morning. Now I say top of the morning. (laughs)
2: Like... I, but, there's there's no way that this is a thing. I don't I don't know what kind of uh, wine Pierre Marie was drinking in 1907, <laughs> but that guy just got due. Well, I mean I, this this woman is just fooling the world. Here, here's right? what gives it yes. some credibility in my mind.
3: All right, because uh, one time I had some road coals and some sauerkraut, and the next morning, ach du liebe Zeit. I was speaking like a German.
2: I don't know if that's the same thing, no. unless eating that food is trauma of some sort. Cause,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: but, is,
2: is that a euphemism for hallucinogens
1: that you just said you ate?
2: <laughs> oh, no, it was a sauerkraut and, and no, a little road cold This this woman is faking it for the notoriety. She's <laughs> she's selling something, right? I, but uh, everybody out there, I, I saw this on uh, on uh, CNN.com was reporting on this story, that uh, foreign accent syndrome, please this, that what? How could that possibly be a thing? Has the failed New York Times picked this up? Chief? I don't know. Uh, no, I don't know. This lady either. is a great actress. Now, later in the video, which you is guys pretty, are so cynical. Later I mean, in the video, it might be legit. Later in the video, which is pretty hilarious, she says uh, she's talking to one of her friends who's like confirming the story, and then then she's like, "So we're going out to get some drinks." So her her proof she was going to document it, her proof would be like even smashed. I've still got this stupid accent. All right, well, that shows some confidence that it's real. Or, no, or good no, coaching. It shows nothing. How How would this be real? Well, it's been documented before. In 1907? Yeah, so it's rare. So that doesn't make it impossible. That means that somebody was faking it then.
1: <laughs> they believed Houdini really possessed magic capabilities back then.
3: Uh, How could this be be possibly true? Won't you you feel bad if it is? And here you are making fun of her, calling her a liar. And, you know, there's a possibility. (laughs) I'd be kind to
2: the bunny lass. I don't (laughs) imagine going into the hospital for this. You know, like, top of the morning to you. No, is she she talking with
3: the Irish accent or is she using Irish lexicon? You know, because if if she's doing that, then something went (laughs) wacko. I,
2: she, I think she just uh, has the accent.
1: Yeah. Oh. Okay. What accent would you want to wake up with, Gordon?
3: Um. Hmm.
1: Good question.
3: I, I Ethiopian. Mean, no, I think French might be have a nice touch to it. French. Yeah. Okay, can you imagine if you walked up to Rudy Gobert and just started speaking
2: French Bonjour. fluently? He would be <laughs> so looking at you like, what? This isn't even speaking another language right. f- uh, fluently. This is just you've got a an Irish accent. You'd right. still
1: be speaking English, but, but with it, a bad French right. accent. And that's why I said
2: if she's using the
3: terminology uh, that they use in Ireland, then then I would be suspicious. But if it's just the accent part... Uh, I, I see where your doubts are
2: coming from, but I, I, it's, not, it's not out of the question. So my, my grandmother lives uh, – this is the accent I'd want. My grandmother lives on the very eastern part of Virginia on mm-hmm. um, the Chesapeake Bay. There's an island in the middle of the Chesapeake Bay called Tan- Tangier Island, and mm-hmm. it's extremely isolated. Like 50 people live there, but they were the, they were the last like, spot in America to get um, like high-speed internet. They, right. There was actually an ESPN commercial about this place, but anyway, it's just, you know, it, it's very kind of stuck in time almost because it's very isolated. The only way to get there is is ferry boat or whatever. But they have I'm an. Not, act-
3: I'm not assuming that they have an airport on the island. Oh no,
2: no. The, but the the tangent, the accent from this island, which is like southern with with its own thick twist, is amazing. I understand maybe every third word. <laughs>
1: Like a true Irish accent. Like a true Irishman. <laughs> right.
3: You don't Not really that understand true, him. Yeah. yeah. You try and pick up on that, you get every third word. Uh, Sven says, how much would it take for Jake to do an entire
2: pre-half and post in a different accent? So... Uh, can you do an English accent? There's not an answer to that because I can't do accents. I was telling Austin before the show, I wish I could do an Irish accent. Try. I feel like there's a lot of funny things you could say in this segment <laughs> if I could do an Irish accent. But try I Try a British uh, accent. I'm not try. trying anything. Try a Southern accent. You try a Southern accent. <laughs> My mom's from the South. I used to be able to do that. but uh, So anyway, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it at all. And look I'll, at all this I'll attention. You, look at I'll all this you, attention we're getting. I'll giving give
3: her. you fifty bucks if you do a, a pre-half and post and an
2: accent. Not doing
1: that. Time for the points in the paint tonight, brought to you by
2: <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I i I may let's just say fifty bucks. That wouldn't be a real long term decision now, would it? <laughs> Austin, what do you think? hundred and fifty? For Jake to do an accent I really believe Jake cannot do an accent. Oh, I can't. I don't know. I can't. You know, I'm, I can't sing either. It's just two skills I don't possess. Have you ever tried? Accents? Yeah. Sure, like everybody's tried. It's not good. <laughs> let's, let's just no, try. No, it. stop it. Stop, stop fishing right now. If you. Let's take his tonsils out. Let's see what happens. <laughs> if uh, you ask me to do it, I'll consider it. If you yourself are speaking with, uh, in accents. <laughs> yeah, we, when? when? When would I have to do it? Because Sven says during pre half and post. Oh, I'm not, I'm not considering that okay. for infinite amount of money for a variety of good reasons. But anyway, so we're we're all in agreement. This this woman is full of it. That yes. this is not a thing. No. This is like a a, a, a phenomenal is, actress. A, every person diagnosed with this uh, throughout time has been faking it. Yep. You don't know that? But you kind of do. You don't. <laughs> you kind of do a little bit. It's possible. It's, uh, I don't think it is. I, I,
3: I Well, I, I'd put the odds at like 80-20. I'd give her 20%. Something that she's full with. of it? Why would she be doing this? She, she's doing this just to get
2: attention? Worldwide yes. attention? Yes. I just because that's exactly what's happening. But. I do think that's exactly what's happening. She's a dentist.
3: Austin, <laughs> should we have uh, callers call in and do their best accents for us? Let's get 50 no, callers today. No,
1: 50 callers? No. That has disaster written all over it. I want to hear some accents. There's YouTube right there on that old machine
2: in front of you. <laughs> but, I mean, she's a dentist. I wish I could do an Irish she accent. She herself is yes, a dentist? Yeah. Is a dentist. I wish, I mean, you know, is she talking to her patients like, open your mouth, you bonnie lass. You <laughs> no, know? she's son. not using the terminology. It's just, just the, the accent. <laughs> you need a wee bit of floss? <laughs>
3: <laughs> she didn't turn into an Irish person. She just talks with the accent. She doesn't use oh. the words. What's something? What's something else that
2: Irish people say? I have no idea. Top of the morning. <laughs> I know. And see this this segment in and of itself is borderline offensive because all I can think of are stereotypes like that uh, commercial <laughs> cereal commercial for Lucky Charms. Oh, a leprechaun. <laughs> so we probably should. Should not do the whole accent thing. Okay. All right. But anyway, this, this I find this woman offensive. <laughs> Quit trolling in the world. <laughs> Go back to your normal way of speaking. The IrishTimes.com wasted way too much ink and us way too much time on I'll this. I'll tell you. I, 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 I'm, I, there's no way that this is a thing.
3: I heard once a returned missionary from the uh, predominant culture right here. Uh, come back and gave a talk with the accent, with the accent. And I thought, wait a minute, you're speaking English. Did you forget how to speak English? And sometimes you do forget words and whatnot because you're busy using a foreign language. But I've never seen anybody get the accent stuck in their mind, when they're
2: speaking English words. Now, I have absolutely heard that from a return missionary. I think that's really common, where they come back with a, with an accent. But that's because you're immersed in the culture and the language for two whole years, right? I mean, that, that makes some sense. I could say, you know what? I'll buy that. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you are faking it. Hey, they, the missionaries didn't wake up one day, top of the morning. Dude. <laughs> She's not using
3: the phrase. I ate
1: Lucky Charms last night. <laughs> <laughs> and I woke up talking like this. You
3: guys, <laughs> we need it's a real, life different. Do, can you find uh, us in, on online? Maybe. Uh, so, so I want to hear a, a true Irish person
2: speak a few sentences.
3: I, I want to. What's it sound? Oh, like? Oh yeah, yeah, is yeah.
2: Like, you know who Shershona Ronan it is? It sounds like this gal who's faking a, an <laughs> Irish accent. That's what it sounds like. We just played it. I don't.
3: I mean, I mean a legitimate. Irish person. Now
2: you agree she's faking it.
3: I'm not sure. I'm not 100% sure one way or the other. So
2: the accuracy of the accent will make it more believable? Yeah, I want to hear. Why? She's never been to Ireland. <laughs> I want to see. Why would the accuracy matter? The The part of the story here is that she woke up speaking entirely differently than when she went to bed. <laughs> It's not Well, she let, has let's, let's get a beat on how accurate that... <laughs> Give me uh, what's a word I could say. Okay, well, don't... You don't need try. To, stop. Yeah, just stop trying for a what second. What you're doing right now, Stephen, Whatever stop. that is, it's wrong. <laughs> okay. So we're going to do the right thing. Um,
0: first thing you need to remember is when a lot of people try and do an Irish accent, they always sort of go up
4: here like that and they don't really...
2: So there you go. Okay.
4: I usually sing when I'm... Showering, listening to songs, and all of a sudden I was talking in an Irish accent.
1: See, she did the higher pitch thing, like Shirsa was warning
2: about. Yeah. Yeah. She's faking it. Not well, sure. of course she's faking it, but like we don't know that for a fact. If 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 her accent was a hundred percent like, oh, that's downtown Dublin, <laughs> would, would, would that, why would that make a difference? The controversy here is that somehow magically she's speaking differently. A magically, different, I say you different did that.
3: Accent? Have you ever been to Ireland? No. Yeah, I, I've never been there either. I think I need to go. I thought you summered there once. No. Not in Ireland. No,
1: not in Ireland. It's there, a different though. country. You ever puck it up for the Blarney Stone?
3: <laughs> oh, here we go. Blarney Stones.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what a ridiculous story. Uh, okay. Uh, should we dive into the, the split story of the day? Should it's we, magically delicious. Stick our toe in the water here. Uh, I haven't, I haven't heard a tall tale like
3: that since, uh, since someone told me Mike Conley was injured.
2: Oh, wow. Oh, I'm
3: kidding. What? I'm kidding. <laughs> Unbelievable. All right, Austin, on that note. Two guys, two topics, two, two, two. two opinions.
0: Two. talk. give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5, 1280 The Zone. And The Zone Sports Network.
5: Yeah, um, I think they just said they're like eight and two in their last ten games. They've obviously been playing well and um, probably finding a fight. I think that obviously with a few injuries, CJ was out for a little bit and they made a trade and um, – Big fella Nurkic was out for a little bit the start or middle of the year. Um, so they've uh, obviously gone through some stuff and um, it'll be, a, be another good challenge, I think. Um, we'll, we obviously prepared um, like we do any other game. We have have had some, some things that have worked against them with the other games we've played. Um, like I said, obviously, they're a bit of a different team now, probably um, with the injuries and, and stuff like that, the trade um so yeah we'll, we'll, it'll be a it'll be a tough game they're, they're like you said they're fighting for i don't know where they are but in that standings to get as high as they can um at this point with a, a few games to go so they'll they'll come out ready to play and, and we've got to match that and, and obviously take it to another level to, to get a, a good win
2: you think joe's accent is legit i do i do because you know he's from australia <laughs> adelaide yeah. Uh, actually from australia yeah, so yeah I'm, I'm buying it gordon
1: did accuse him earlier this season of milking the accent a little bit
3: <laughs> did I you
2: really? remember you, that yes i do now that you mention it well he just had his tonsils out <laughs> <laughs> that that was a thing
1: gordon was like do you have to be so australian <laughs> joe's funny he's good
2: so tonight the jazz plays blazers this uh, is a game uh Gordon that I think where motivation is going to to be a factor cuz Portland is is going to be extremely motivated to win tonight and they are red hot and the Jazz uh where their magic number is down to 2 Phoenix did them a favor. Mhm. Well Golden State did them a favor. <laughs> so apparently the Jazz didn't wear Golden State out. Uh apparently on Monday night. So uh yeah, hey, Golden State playing some good basketball. How about that? But uh, the magic number is so now down to two, mm. Gordon, with three games to go. Now Ben Anderson, who's uh, put out these daily kind of what the games uh, mean around the NBA and and the Utah Jazz when it comes to uh, to finishing in the in the uh, Western Conference, I would encourage you to read them. KSLSports.com. Uh, ben does a great job, but uh, he he lays it all out there and he references BasketballReference.com, who did the math. And, uh, Gordon, you want to you take a stab at the percent chance of finishing with the best record in the NBA? I would say 90%. 97.2. 97? 97.2. The door is almost, almost shut. They have a 2.9% chance of finishing second. All right. So, I mean, it's looking pretty likely that the Jazz are going to have the number one and seed I, I in I the Western some, Conference. And I think some people are saying it's no big deal. I think it is a big deal.
3: I think that's a nice little little uh, badge of honor for the Jazz to finish first because they're trying to prove something. Jake, you've heard me say this before. They're trying to prove how good they are. And you finish first in the regular season, and then you finish, uh, you know, you have a good playoff run. Now people are talking about you like you are legitimate. And I think that does help their cause in that regard. I think it's more than just playoff positioning. I think there's a symbolic side to the whole thing,
2: but symbolic, uh, by definition, is meaningless. Uh, not not necessarily. Symbolism isn't meaningless, but it,
3: yeah, it kind of is. No, it's not. Mathematically, it doesn't matter, but it,
2: it, it's still meaningful. I know. Um, I don't know how. Like, as far as tangible stuff for the playoffs, I don't know how much it matters. Not a ton. I'm not saying it doesn't matter at all, but I don't of, think it, it matters all that much. Maybe a boost of confidence. It but all may... those things that are feel-goods, yeah, they're yeah, there. But yeah, they, but they matter. Some.
3: Yeah. Kind they're not
2: going to win games for you, but yeah, they will help you. We're going to go out, them and, uh, out there and feel good until we beat them.
3: I, I think <laughs> it, it, it reminds the Jazz. You know, it's like when you when, – when, you, when the girls get older and they're going out the door, <laughs> uh-huh. you're going to say to them what? What are you going to say to them? Let's say they're going out goodbye? on a date. Have fun? <laughs> Austin, what are you going to say to Harper when she's going out on her date? Don't
1: tell me anything about it. <laughs> you guys. You're going to say,
2: remember who you are.
1: No, I'm not because I'm not a living scriptures movie.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know what I'm going to say, but that's probably not it. <laughs> Well, it helps the Jazz remember who they are. If you're in the trouble, best. call mom. <laughs> yeah, you know, and then you can point at scenarios like where uh, the Utes lost in the uh, Mountain West Conference tournament and use that as a motivating factor to go to the finals. <laughs> so, you know, that it, you talk to anybody on that team, that bus ride back from Vegas was like the galvanizing moment that led to the best run in school history. <laughs> so, I mean, they didn't feel good' em, uh, to death there, did they? There's always outliers, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, but sure, it matters. okay, I think it does. I think it
3: does for the jazz to show. And as I said earlier, I wrote a column that'll be out uh, later on this week that uh, that uh, you know teams who who win NBA titles usually finish at the top of their conference more often than not. So it's uh, I, I think there is some connection there. I, it's not complete. I get that, but for the jazz, I think it, it would mean something, even though they're, you know, resting two of their best players.
2: Well, I think it's pretty amazing that uh, the, they have. They're going to be able to, and again, ninety-seven and a half percent. You know, you knock on wood because it's not not in the bag yet. But yes. I mean, if I suppose <clears throat> they hold on. What an accomplishment. They could rest Donovan Mitchell for a month going into the playoffs and yeah. still hang on to the top seed in the Western Conference. That's what, what, that's wins across the board right there. What would that percentage drop to if they just lost tonight, I wonder? Oh, I, I mean. Because, like you said, Portland's really hot right now and motivated. Okay. And Oklahoma City has lost 22 of their <laughs> last 23 games. <laughs> And Very Sacramento, <laughs> and Sacramento is really terrible too. And oh, they're, they're Sacramento's have, been playing a little better they're, lately. They're going to have nothing on the line. They're not going to play anybody. <laughs> they're going to play their G League game. Yeah, team. but you know, look, think of it the way you know, think of the, think about
3: it the way so many people around here think about it that that they're just going to try and screw over the Jazz, like everybody in the league
2: does. How would they do that in this case? By beating the Jets. I don't know. By don't trying know. real hard to beat them? When well, they have nothing else to play for? Let's ignore the fact that if they did play their hardest, they're still not likely to win. <laughs> Another strong point on your part. <laughs> right. No, I mean, you know, it's going to be... You think Harrison Barnes is going to be playing in that game? I don't know. I don't know what his... Aaron Fox is. certainly isn't... <laughs> Gotta beat those Jazz, doggone it! Luke Walton might suit up himself. <laughs> you know what, guys? Take the night off. We don't want you get hurt going into the off season. I'm suiting up. I, I got this. <laughs> get you get in there and give that uh, give that Joe Ingles a run for his money.
3: I wonder how that would go if every team on Sunday and every team is playing, every team had to suit their coach up and play him at least
1: 20 minutes.
2: Well, the Spurs would be in trouble. <laughs>
3: How would that go?
1: As would the Knicks. I mean, <laughs> oh, yeah, the Knicks. Is Stan Van Still coaching
3: someplace? <laughs> yeah, he is
1: too. Uh, Quinn can probably shoot it up
3: a
2: little bit. You know, he's Well, I uh, Quinn would survive it <laughs> whereas I'm not so sure that some other coaches would. Who's the youngest coach
3: in the league? Tai Lu might be able to contribute. How
2: old is Tai Lu? Yeah, he could probably run around a little bit still. Yeah, I I don't know. <laughs> Who's the Hornets guy? <laughs>
1: yes, I think he's the youngest. Anyway. all right. It was Saunders until he got fired. What a
2: what a bizarre question. <laughs> I know. What a b- know. bizarre scenario. But
1: Sunday is a
3: bizarre day.
2: You know, everybody playing on the last day. You ever seen Frank Vogel's
1: uh, stupid human trick <laughs> on David Letterman <laughs> did, when he was like twelve? That's a thing. Yeah, he he did the ha- Harlem Globetrotter spinning the ball thing. Yeah, but then. Brushed his teeth with the ball on the end of the toothbrush handle. Spinning kidding? around. Wow. So he's out there just, you know, doing circus tricks. Well, that's pretty impressive. Wow. It goes
2: All on right. national television. It's amazing. All right. Not
1: sure how he could how he is on the floor though, actually playing ball.
2: I have no idea. I've never seen never had the pleasure seeing <laughs> Frank get out there and, and work. No, I haven't. All right, we do have a busy day today. We'll, we'll be talking a lot of uh, Utah Jazz basketball. We've got what's going on coming up at the top of the 3 o'clock hour. David Locke will be on the show at 3.30. Uh, speaking of Ben, Ben Anderson will be on the show at 4 uh, o'clock. Again, Ben has been doing a, a great job kind of breaking down uh, where the playoff stands and what's on the line with each game up at uh, kslsports.com. And then uh, we'll hear some shoot-around sound coming up at uh, 5.00. Namely, Joe Ingalls. Yeah,
3: I heard that interview as it
2: was happening and
3: sounded uh, Joe is it's classic Joe. So you won't want to miss it. Fake
2: Australian accent and all. That was a thing. All right. Uh, we also uh, will be talking to, uh, to Andrew from Wasatch Medical Clinic uh, throughout the, the show as well. Good maybe he can help some of our listeners. Oh. out. You know, having you back here in studio. It's good to see the the Fish Hat is still with us and <laughs> I got a bunch still of making new ones. it happen. Did you, did you get I some new ones? I got a bunch ones? of new ones, but for some reason I went old school today. Yeah, you you, you can't go away from what works for you, you know? You uh-huh. can't. Actually, that's not true cuz you can. If you're out there uh, taking the the little blue pill, the 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 traditional treatments for erectile dysfunction, you should try something else because there's something better. Andrew from Wasatch Medical Clinic is with us now. Hello, Andrew. Hey, how you guys doing today? We're good, buddy. Uh, how are you? Life good?
4: Life is great. Yes, very busy. Yeah, You, you
3: are a busy man these days, Andrew, because uh, <laughs> it seems like a lot of people want to be educated about what you're uh,
2: involved with there. But if you're going to be yeah. busy, wear scrubs all the time. Like, yeah. that. Like that's not a terrible thing. Scrubs. Well, are Andrew does wear like, scrubs all uh, time. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're going to be busy, be wearing scrubs.
4: Yeah. Like I put my pajamas on in the morning, That's every morning.
3: That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it looks very comfortable.
4: Yeah, it does. Uh,
2: Serious about that, though, let's, let's help some of our listeners out there who may be, uh, may be tired of dealing with uh, side effects and those sorts of things.
4: Yeah, if you're taking the pill for ED, um, we've read recently that 70% of men report it stops working at some point, which makes sense because your body builds up a tolerance to it. And then there's just a lot of guys that don't want to take it maybe the ED isn't bad enough. They feel like they're too young. They don't want to talk to their doctor about it. There's a lot of reasons. But if you're frustrated in the bedroom, we are helping and getting better and better every year, by the way, at Acoustic Wave Therapy. We use the two most advanced forms. Basically, what it does is it's a technology that's placed upon the skin, and the pressure waves go through the skin into the blood vessels, kind of like breaking down a muscle in the gym. We build those blood vessels up stronger and the blood flows better uh cambridge university and 40 others have said this works one study said it's the new standard of care for ed so uh if you're out there frustrated with the pills or don't want to take them this can be a great alternative
2: that's got to be music to a lot of guys ears out there you know Uh, putting up with that stuff uh, the side effects uh, you know you talk about all the time it's just terrible
4: yep Exactly. And and here's the big takeaway. No pills, no injections, no side effects, no pain, no recovery time. These sound waves are totally safe and have been proven effective. You don't have to deal with the headaches anymore.
2: Injections. Yikes. All right, 801-901-8000, 801-901-8000. Call, get on the schedule, and you always uh, treat our listeners so
4: well. We really believe in delivering a lot of value because we know it's a sensitive topic and some guys want to come in talk about some things before making the decision, that is totally fine. We will do the assessment and exam free, the blood flow ultrasound. This is with our MD, by the way, free. Uh, We've got the little gift still that produces immediate results in the bedroom and the $300 off treatments. So some really cool stuff, and then you can decide if the treatments are a good fit for you.
2: 801-901-8000, that's the number to call. Andrew, you're the man. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it our friend Andrew Reinhardt from Wasatch Medical Clinic. We'll get uh, more coming up next. Stay tuned, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.
0: What time? It's half past the hour and time to talk Utah Jazz. Oh, Donovan! This is your Jazz at 30 update, presented by Syringa Networks. Working from home or with a hybrid workforce? Get a powerful IT partner with Syringa Networks. Call 385-420-7881 or visit syringanetworks.net.
2: Ring the 30-point bell. The Jazz Magic number is now down to two thanks to the phoenix suns losing last night to the golden state warriors 122 to 116 there are now three games left to play so any combination of two, two either a jazz win or a phoenix sun loss the jazz will sew up the top seed in the western conference joe ingles who's been playing well on both sides of the ball lately talked about his improved pick and roll defense Um, Probably a bit of luck. (laughs) They're probably having an off night.
5: No, I think uh, over time, especially from my first year to now. I still remember my first couple of years, any time I would get switched onto someone, higher caliber players, I would be, uh, we'd get the old wave away and it would be a lonely island for a few seconds. And I think it obviously gets to a point where you've not like, I'm standing up for myself, but I want to stay on the court and I want to not be in that situation. So just figuring out different things. Obviously I realize I'm not as quick or, or fast as some other guys, whoever it may be, a, a little point guard or whoever it is. So just IQ wise, trying to kind of not outsmart them, but just kind of play a, a step in front of them and obviously watching film and what they like to do
2: bottom of the hour jazz update brought to you by our friends at syringa networks working from home or with a hybrid workforce get a powerful it partner syringa networks call 385-420-7881 or visit syringanetworks.net jazz back at it tonight taking on the trailblazers here at Vivin arena tip off at 7 30 pre-game coverage begins at 6 30. you want you're
0: locked on to the big show presented by big o tires
5: just doing it big
0: you know stop by your locally owned big o tires for no credit needed financing big o tires the team you trust this is 97.5 1280 the zone and the zone sports network
1: South
2: Alabama. Big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The the, uh, the Zone. Band of the day today, Gordon. Dirks Bentley. Uh, coming back to Utah, August 13th at USANA. The Beers on Me Tour. Tickets on sale Friday at LiveNation.com. So jump on that. Love the name of the tour, Beers on Me Tour. Do you think there's going to be people who show up and be like, all right, I'm here for my free beer?
1: I mean, that's what it. Uh, you could take it literally that way, I suppose. There's people that hear Tesla's autopilot and think they don't have to drive. So
2: People in Georgia are are, are feel, uh, filling every gas can they can find. And now I, I'm angry. Is, somebody's going to show up and be like, I, I was told there was going to be a free beer. You see, the EPA had to, the legit
1: EPA Twitter account had to say, please don't fill up your grocery sacks with <laughs> gas. <gasoline. laughs> I saw a video of that. That's, yeah, that one's years old. Isn't really? The video that's is going really? around, but yeah.
3: Well, you guys—you guys weren't around for the gas shortages of the uh, of the seventies.
2: Yeah, that was that was quite a time. I've heard, I've heard, yeah. but I don't know. Uh, back then, did people take grocery sacks down to the <laughs> down to the Exxon station and only uh, pump remember. a few gallons into the into the grocery bag? Yeah, the only thing I
3: remember is just those long lines. Yep, those long. You lines. I always forget about the grocery
1: paper bags. or
2: plastic. <laughs> Does that work? No. <laughs> Don't do it. No, don't do it. Absolutely not. If you get gas
3: into a plastic bag, how do you how do you get it into a usable place?
2: You drink it. I don't know. What do you mean? How Do you, do you think they're thinking about that as they're putting gas into the plastic bag? What? Well, my because point... if they were thinking at all, they wouldn't be using a plastic bag to you cart just,
1: around gas. Couldn't you just poke a hole with a pen or something in the bottom and pour it and out and into drizzle your... Drizzle it in. Yeah.
2: Pour, pour it into your
3: tank.
1: Again, don't do this. No, do not.
2: Imagine how long it would take to get the smell of gas out of your car. <laughs> it would never if, go away. I mean, never, right? And the
1: fumes will always be in there. Hopefully you never light up a cigarette. Yeah, right. Or something. Heaven
2: forbid this is a smoker. Yeah. But I mean, gas fumes stay on you for so long, right? Yeah, I mean yeah. it would it would you'd have to sell the car.
3: Back when I was painting houses for for a living. Uh, I, I used, sixteen uh, when when I used uh, oil based paint, you know, sometimes it was hard to get the paint off. You used to have some gas, to get it off. But I don't want to speak. Uh, you know, me being a blue collar guy, I, you know, a lot of you fancy schmancy guys uh, who never put in a hard day's work would be able to relate to that.
1: Cleaning myself with gasoline. You're right. Here i I've got a I've got a story I can one
2: up Gordon here. Wow, I feel. Don't do that. He'll come back with another. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, I almost guarantee it. But that—that's all right. Have you ever b- swam in the ocean in Santa Barbara, California?
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he has.
2: Uh, so you're I doing did, this to yourself, Jake. I I did not know that there are patches of oil that are just there. You in mean the, coming in off the, the ocean, yeah, coming out. Yeah, I guess it's on top of uh, they they. A drill for oil out there, or whatever. Yeah, and I, so I worked on those rigs. Okay. On no, wait, don't one up me just yet, please. At least let me finish my story. Uh, so so you I swam through an oil. Slick? But yeah, we decided going swimming <laughs> at night would be a thing that we would do. But you know, actually, we had no idea where we were where we were going to like sleep that night. So it was this weird kind of why not go swimming kind of thing. And uh, I came out covered in tar. Covered in tar. Like a lot of tar, and we eventually found where we were were staying that night. And I said, "Excuse me, where's the shower?" Because uh, I got I got some work to do. Spent the next several hours with a like a like a scrub brush, just uh just really really taking Filing off away some taking skin. off layers like of a no- skin. A number two steel brush. I I don't know what number <laughs> it was, but it was not. It was not a loofah, let me put it that way. <laughs>
1: is this where you came
2: and, up with the idea that uh, being tarred would be a good punishment? No, no, this is not that. But but Gordon's thing with the gasoline uh, m- m- made me remember the story, because the next morning when I was complaining about it to people that live there, being like, God, you, you know what I spent the last three hours doing? They could smell it. Uh, but no, 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 they go, oh, man, that happens all the time. You just get a little gasoline, it comes right off. I'm like, I extraordinarily upset because I did <laughs> that's I <took> a
3: good <laughs> story I don't think I can top that I took that.
2: hours scrubbing that crap hours and then just to have the flipping oh well pff, why didn't you use some gasoline why did I use some gasoline Well, I, mean, I don't know did you have tar on your head uh, there was some in my hair Cause, yeah because you don't want to be like pouring gas into your head oh, Hey, it was something it was memorable no. got a half an no. hour worth of sleep because I was up all night scrubbing myself <laughs>
3: I'm glad you survived
2: it. Anyway, anywho, uh, we should probably do something more productive coming up next. Dirk Bentley back in town. How about that? Coming out to USANA. But I, you know what? It's been a minute since I've been to USANA, Gordon. Where's he? Where's he,
1: Dirk Bentley from? If I'm not mistaken, outside Scottsdale.
2: <laughs> well, where's he getting that southern twang from? Did he have his tonsils out? Yeah, I think he uh, he had his wisdom well, teeth removed. And- woke up one day. You're like, you know what? I'm going to sound like I'm from Tennessee as opposed to <laughs> well, he's just outside of Scottsdale. I mean,
3: he's from a Scottsdale suburb. Oh. All
2: right. We'll have more coming up next. Born and raised Phoenix. Really? Well, <laughs> that's down south. <laughs> 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.
1: of clothes free and easy down the road i go hanging memories on the highline poles free and easy down the road i go free and easy down the road i go
2: It's a big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 of The Zone. We're going to have to get our guy Jan Jorgensen uh, on the show sometime soon. We were talking, somehow we got to talking about missions during the, uh, during the break. Talked about how Jan went to Boise on his You're mission. You're ridiculous. And, and Jan will tell you that he, he loved it and the experience, and it, it was great. I've heard him talk about it a lot of times, but I just picture that moment when he opened the is it an envelope or whatever? Yeah, Open uh-huh. the envelope to get the call. You know, he's a helper, Utah kid, you know, small <laughs> town. Like, wow, I'm going to experience something. This is going to be an adventure. I'm so excited for it. You know, where am I going to go? Am I going to learn a new language? And then to fire up that, that envelope and be like, Boise.
3: <laughs>
2: well, that's the perception heading in, but
3: really mission work
2: is mission work. That's And that's what know. he always says. Yeah. like You talk to Jan and he'll he'll tell you he wouldn't have rather gone any any place else but i just think of that moment you know where you are in fact i've got a story that's kind of related to that that i'll bring up next hour uh, just having such high hopes and only to have them dashed was immediately that have anything to do
3: with austin
2: no not really no not,
3: not why would it have anything to do with austin because we were chuckling about austin's well, misfortune there was some
2: austin related uh, luck story that was in there you should really write a book austin i yeah you what should
3: what would we call that
1: uh my my brothers and i with the help of one adrian lizer are workshopping uh screen screenplays for a sitcom hanging with the hortons
2: <laughs> i i mean I you just it. have you have so many great anecdotes about uh about just your your bad luck i mean it would it would fill uh, an entire book what what is that uh what's this, who is that scientist that came up with the concept like when wh- if you drop a uh, uh, a bread with jelly on it always lands face down. What's that? What's I've that never heard of that. Me neither. Concept. L- Murphy's Law?
1: What, is that what, is that what it is? Is that what will go wrong? Yeah, yeah,
2: right. Yeah. The, like, that should be the name of the book, maybe. Horton's Law? It's <laughs> Something like that. Murphy's
1: but, got nothing on
3: me. Look, if you get... <laughs> if we're going to talk about uh, misfortune, or or at least a perception of it, because sometimes... You know, you think something isn't going to be as good as it might be. It turned out to be, but uh, and if I say anything that you said not to say, Austin, stop me. But if if Austin's brother goes to Tahiti and Austin's other brother goes to France, and Austin goes to Compton, <laughs> I mean. It, would that be considered? Would there be a
2: chapter on that? See, it's not bad luck because I'm sure Austin had a a, a fine experience, just uh, just like Jan did. But on its face, where you look at if you, you know you you base a a mission purely on destination, yeah, there'd be <laughs> there'd be something there. Kind of like the, I mean Tahiti versus Compton, yeah, Tahiti wins. Yeah, even those who love and grow up
1: in, and live in Compton would say, yeah, Tahiti wins. But but you at least could uh, sh- share a gaze out to the Pacific Ocean. And, uh, yeah, just don't tell the mission president. <laughs> clown. Oh. <laughs> really? Well,
2: strong. Sorry. Sorry. What right. what was his name?
1: <laughs> no, nope, not doing that. <laughs> president. Okay.
2: Uh Gordon, what's your confidence level in a Jazz victory uh this this evening? Is uh, are, are you predicting it? Are you going with the the mag- Magic Vegas uh, predicting wizard? What a uh, what do you think?
3: What's the line on? Huh? Uh Two? Um, down to one. Utah by one. I uh, I think that, that line's pretty pretty accurate. I think there's a good chance that Jazz can win, but Portland is hot and Portland is motivated, and Portland has uh, a couple players that might be able to take advantage of a Jazz weakness. So I could see
1: it going the other way. This time yesterday it was five and a half, Utah.
2: Really? I, I honestly think Portland wins tonight. I think Port- I think Portland's got a lot to play for. Yeah. They, unlike the Jazz, the P- Portland has not really had their entire squad together very much this year. Speaking of Damian Lillard, CJ McCollum, and Yusuf Nurkic, those those three key players have not been on the floor all that much, and now they're hitting their stride. Mm-hmm. So you know they're going to be trying to play their best basketball going into the playoffs like anybody else, and their ideal circumstance probably isn't rest as much as it is get those guys clicking uh, together because they're going to rise and fall with, with those three players. And Portland is currently tied with the Dallas Mavericks in the 5-6 slot and one game ahead of your Los Angeles Lakers. So they're, uh, they're, if they want to stay out of the play-in scenario, which I'm sure they do, mm-hmm. uh, then, then they need to win the game tonight. I would suggest
3: this, and you tell me if I'm wrong. The Portland Trail Blazers, as, uh, as presently constituted with what they can put on the floor, are better than the Utah Jazz without Mike Connolly and Donovan Mitchell.
2: Yeah, I'd certainly listen to that argument, too. Mm-hmm. They're better. I mean, now Bogdanovich could score 49 again, and that's going to win you a lot of basketball games. But I'm just talking about looking at the on tail paper. of the tape. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. The Blazers are better than the Jazz. Without those two players, I, I don't think that can anyone can mount much of an argument right. counter.
2: I'm headed out the Wendover. I'm gonna go make some money. You're gonna that have doesn't to help, mean hold down the rest of the show. That doesn't mean they
3: win, but there's a good chance of it. Like you said,
2: that was a joke, Austin. I know it's against the rules. Don't even don't even joke about that. Is that what's one of that things? laser pointer on the wall yeah, right there? Yeah, right. Hmm.
3: That was Jake's <clears> shot.
1: <throat>
2: Thank you for that.
1: Case okay, Adam right. Silver's listening. Yeah, let's get His out. Jake Scott.
2: We've got what's going on coming up next. Uh, stay tuned uh, for that. David Locke at three thirty. Ben Anderson at four. But right now, let's get out to the zone phone. Joining us now, our friend from Wasatch Medical Clinic. He is Andrew Reinhardt. Andrew, let's let's help our listeners who might be struggling in the boudoir.
4: Yes, uh, there's a lot of guys struggling. We have treated in just the last two weeks. So many guys in their 20s, 30s, and 40s, which I kind of like seeing guys come in. uh, Maybe they don't have full-blown erectile dysfunction. You know, it's it's not at 0%, but they are not what they used to be. They want more blood flow. They want more frequency in the bedroom. Our technology, this acoustic wave therapy, we've seen it all. We've seen every age, every health condition, and helped guys turn back the clock. It's a 10-minute treatment that basically opens up the blood vessels with pressure waves, and the average guy does a few treatments over two to three weeks. So conceivably, let's see, it's May 11th, you could be done by June 1st or close to that, done with the treatments, improvement in the bedroom, no more erectile dysfunction, and, of course, no more pills.
2: And uh, who's kind of an ideal candidate for this, Andrew?
4: I would say somebody that gets ahead of it, kind of, You know, you're not at 0% in the bedroom. Maybe you're at 40%, 50%. That is the ideal candidate. That's who we see bounce back the quickest. Uh, They see fast results, good results. We've we've helped a lot of guys with severe ED. But if you're out there maybe headed in the wrong direction, I'll tell you, these treatments can work really great for you.
2: 801-901-8000, number to call. And uh, you guys are really good at taking uh, the risk right out of this.
4: Yes, we are. If you're struggling with ED, if you want to get the intimacy back, call us. The first step is a quick assessment with our doctor. He'll do an exam, and he'll even do uh, the blood flow ultrasound. We do it totally free. There's no obligation. You get a little thank you gift for coming in, uh, produces immediate results in the bedroom, and we've got 300 bucks off treatments. so really cool and a lot of value today.
2: 801-901-8000, 801-901-8000, Wasatch Medical Clinic. Thanks, Andrew. Thank you, guys. We'll get to what's going on coming up right around the corner. Stay tuned, 97.5 and 1280 of The Zone.